This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 167. Rob DeGroof on Fast Hypnotic Words. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Welcome back. It's Jason Lynette here with a conversation that I've been wanting to have for quite some time. And as always, my favorite uh, programs on here are often the ones that you are hearing our first official interaction as Rob and I have been chatting on Facebook for quite some time. And uh, a few uh, opening uh, niceties and small talk for 60 seconds, and then we jump directly into this conversation. And this is one that you're going to find a lot of value in as we talk about the business of hypnosis, as we talk about the strategies we use to become more skilled as a practitioner, the ways that we can take our experiences as the student in a class and begin to modify the work to fit our own style. Uh, One of the things that I found the most interesting here is the ways that he has taken uh, all of these approaches and built this integrative style that's truly now his own. And what I think many of you are going to find to be the most interesting is this aspect of doing change work in a rapid amount of time, often a 15 to 30 minute session, and then that's it. And specifically how to frame that, how to present that, but also then how to have the uh, technical chops to back that up as well. I'm going to link over to Rob's website in the show notes over at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. And we do spend a bit of time talking about the late Jeffrey Stevens and his work. And also I will link online where you can learn more about uh, how to go through that training yourself too. You know, we're an amazing renaissance where there's a lot of great live training events, a lot of options online. This is where I've put my full hypnotherapy training library online as hypnoticworkers.com. It's an all-access pass to my hypnosis training library, and we don't need any more scripts. We need transcripts. So in addition to all the instant rapid inductions and all the change strategies, there are real client sessions inside of hypnotic workers and you're able to get access to the entire thing for just $47. Check that out over at hypnoticworkers.com. Though you're going to love this conversation jumping over all the way across to Belgium to chat with Rob DeGroof. So here we are. This is session number 167. Rob DeGroof on fast hypnotic words. Uh, my background is in uh, entertainment, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I never had a, a dream of becoming a hypnotherapist of, uh, or something like that. Uh, it was not on my uh, long-time uh, plan to become a therapist. Um, I, I used to be a, um, an entertainer. I had my own business in entertainment. We say entertainment, um, what specifically? Uh, all kind of stuff. Uh, most of the thing was we... we rent out artists for, for events, okay. from the small birthday parties or baby showers to, to the very big uh, events like opening uh, the IKEA stores in Belgium and, and all those things I did. And I was working as a clown, so I had my own clown figure and, and, and uh, children uh, shows with, uh, with the clown figure. But I also did uh, stilt walking, fire spitting, juggling, all those uh, uh, types of things. But I had this... Um, feeling that I, I, I was getting tired of performing for children. Uh, I don't have children of my own, uh, and I'm, I'm not that, that great children uh, guy. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I love to perform for them, but, but nah, I, and, and on the um, 
sometimes I had uh, this these gigs where there also were adults, and I, I find it more interesting for me to to perform for adult, adults. So you can do some some word jokes and things that 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 children don't get. Children are more visual, of course. So they you 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 have to fall or you do something stupid and they laugh, but you can't play with words uh, with children. Okay. So um, I, I was looking for something uh, to to perform for uh, adults. Um, I'm 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 a very bad singer, so that was not uh, <laughs> that was not, not not a good choice. So uh, that's one of my my biggest frustrations is that I can't sing. Um, I tried. I already uh, convinced two uh, singing teachers. Uh, they were convinced that you can teach everybody um, to sing. Yeah. But now they're convinced that it's not, <laughs> not everybody because they tried with me and I convinced them that they were wrong in their thinking. So, uh, no. And then um, I had this, this experience with hypnosis when I was uh, like 16 years old. I was in this um, youth um, gathering with all um, people um, who are uh, atheists, uh, so non-believers. Um, it, it was like scouts uh, we have in Belgium. We have scouts and uh, hero. I don't know. It's the same in uh, US, but I think scouting is it, it's uh, popular there as well. But uh, this was a, a youth gathering, um, and and we had this uh, hypnotist, um, a quite old man. He came and and talk about hypnosis, and uh, I remember he did some uh, some tests uh, like the balloons and the books and things like that. Uh, that that's something that's in my memory uh, from that gathering. But um, there was one one girl, uh, she used to play in a music group with me, she played uh, saxophone, and um, she asked a question to that, that hypnotist, um, and because he, he was talking about regression uh, and, and things like that, and uh, she lost her mom when she was like seven years old. So um, she asked if he could regress her to, to, to that, that moment because she didn't have that vivid memories anymore uh, of, of being together with her with her mother. Uh, so the, the hypnotist told that it was possible, but it could become very emotional. So he was not sure that she really wants to do that uh, in front of all her, her friends. But she said, yeah, no problem. Uh, they are my friends. So it's no problem. So uh, he did uh, he did a regression and it was very emotional with a lot of tears and everything and she started uh, telling these stories things that she was was uh, um, getting out of the regression uh, and her her niece was also there and but she was like five or six years older so she had the more vivid memories of, of the period that the mother was still alive so and she started um, she started telling us from yeah that the things that that she's describing is it, it really happened so so for me as a very I'm, I'm a very skeptic guy um, I, I used to be very skeptic <laughs> uh, after ten years of hypnosis and seeing uh, all those incredible things it changed <laughs> but uh, at that time I was like ah, okay but uh, what's happening here and and then then she starts confirming that that the stories that she was telling in regression were were correct so. Um, so it planted this this little seed in my mind uh, about hypnosis. Um, hypnosis is, it was never a big thing here in Belgium. Uh, so yeah, uh, I got um, the seed was still there, but it, it was not cultivating. So and then I was looking for something to perform for for adults. So and then I saw some hypnosis shows online and said, yeah, maybe that's something that's 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 something for me. And then I started looking for for. Um, a workshop uh, 
Uh, I downloaded the book, uh, things about. So and and um, the the good thing for me was that I was already a performer. So so learning how to do hypnosis was was quite easy for me because the wording and everything and and the the the, the guts that you have to have to to just <laughs> yeah. For me, I see it with my students. Sometimes that's that's the real problem they have. They are not used to speak to people, or they're not. Used right. Yeah. I, let, let let's kind of explore that for a second because I mean it's where. There's a lot of people I've had on this program that, and it's part of my background too. I was working in professional theater, and then from an interest in magic over to this, and that's a through line that that has popped up here many, many times. And I mean, I share my take on it that there's something. It was actually best summed up by a student of mine who uh, it's like day two of a ten day class, and just immediately this guy is getting it. This guy is just understanding the process, and he, in his words, goes, well, I'm a, I'm a firefighter, and when I'm going into a scene, I know that whatever I'm going to say is going to stick, so I need to say it with conviction, I need to say it with certainty, uh, so something about putting the emphasis in the words, putting the meaning in the words, what, what is it that you say that kind of lends that background into this hypnotic community? Well, the thing is... Uh, I think when you have a, a background with working with people or, or especially with, with speaking and acting or, or performing magic or whatever, um, then you're used to, to, to use words are your, your weapon at that time. When you're on stage uh, and you're not a singer, uh, a singer also is using words, of course, but he's, he's doing other things. But when you're on stage, when you're a stand-up comedian or, or a magician that, that, that does talking as well, because you have magicians that don't talk. but then the words are your weapon. So you're trained in using the words in the right way and, and to, to be congruent. For me, congruency is, is something that, that's one of the most important things uh, when, you're, when you're hypnotizing somebody, when, when you start uh, saying deeper and it sounds like you're, you're, you're going somewhere in the air. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. So, uh, but, but I always tell my, my students, when, when, you, when you, you want to get them deeper, it sounds like you want to get them deeper and don't, start raising your voice when you say deeper or something. Um, so that, that congruency is, is all and, and, and the right mindset. And the thing is, um, when you're used to, for me, when, when I hypnotize people, uh, for me, it's like I'm, I'm doing an act, whether it's in a therapy room or not, I'm, I'm, I'm always performing. I, I, I use a lot of gestures and, and finger uh, knipping and things like that. But, um, and, and sometimes my students, they ask, do we have to do it the same? No, you don't have to do it the same. You have to do it your own way. Find your own way. And then, and, and I, I tend to believe that people who are already in the performing business or, or used to work with people, they are, they are for them, it's, it's, it's more easy to find their own way, to find their own character uh, when hypnotizing. And, and that's, that make it all more believable and more congruent and more, and their mindset is, is better. So someone who doesn't have that background, what do you recommend? Yeah, who doesn't have that background because they have to, first they have to learn how to hypnotize and, and they, they have to to uh, keep in mind all the, the, the process that you have to go to and the wording and the, and they try to copy the wording of, of the teacher most of the time and, and that's something I don't like uh, because they, they, they don't have the, the experience by using the words and somebody who has, he, he, he knows Okay, that's what has to happen. Uh, that's the structure of it, and he starts using his own words, and that's what 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 make it make it natural. So, and that's that's what I like about 
people are used to, to, to play with words. So then from that experience of seeing the stage hypnosis show, then getting some of the experience, what came next for you? Well, the, the next thing uh, I start um, learning how to do show hypnosis because that was my only goal. Uh, I didn't have uh, the intent to become a therapist. Uh, but then there were some gatherings uh, on, on Facebook. Uh, there was a group with, with, with hypnotists uh, in Belgium or, or, or students of hypnosis in Belgium. And we gathered and then we talked about hypnosis. Um, and then once upon a time, I got a phone call from one of those guys at the, at the gathering. And he, he called me and he said, yeah, I downloaded the, these DVDs. I bought them online. Uh, and um, you really have to watch these. It's, it's from Jeffrey Stevens. Uh, and I said, oh, okay, and what, what it's about is street hypnosis or, or show hypnosis? No, no, it's, uh, it's therapy. I said, no, I don't want to become a therapist. Yeah, but this is, this is really no nonsense hypnosis. It, it's, it's made for you. I, I saw the DVDs. It's made for you. So, okay, I will have a look at it. So, because at that time, I already was convinced of the fact that you only can become a good hypnotist when you do it a lot. It's, it's not like a training and then leave it for like six months and then do it uh, hypnotize somebody again and leave it for another three months and the problem in Belgium was that it, it's still uh, actually uh, hypnosis for entertainment is forbidden here in Belgium nobody acts on it uh, so we can do it I, I get hired by, by by city governments to do street hypnosis on, on events but nobody most of them don't know that it's actually illegal um, but the other problem in Belgium is... Is there a specific phrasing as to why it's illegal or is it just some old out-of-date yeah, policy? It's a law from 1838 or something. It's it, yeah. And the, the only reason that, that politicians don't want to change this law is, a, is a, about... Uh, we had this um, uh, child abuser in the, in the 90s and he abducted children. And two of those children were abducted after they, the teenagers were abducted after they, they went in a venue where the hypnosis show was going on. And one of the fathers still blaming the hypnotist that they were still in trance and that is why they get abducted. But it's, it's, uh, so that's the, so the, the Belgian politicians, they think, leave it like that. Nobody, nobody act on it. And, and we don't get a bad name because we, we legalized uh, hypnosis for entertainment. So that's a typical Belgian decision. Leave it like that, but don't act on it. So everybody is happy. So that's uh, um, so uh, I saw the DVDs from uh, from Jeffrey Stevens, and all, already after one hour, I was I was sold because it was like hmm, this type for me. For me, the image that I had from hypnotherapy because I didn't had I didn't have any contact with therapists or whatever kind of, of therapy. So for me, it was the image was like. Uh, you, you have to go there or you have to talk like one hour and a half to somebody and is lying on a couch and the, so the so the, yeah so and then I saw Jeffrey Stevens uh, approach it's, it's like it's very uh, very quick yeah, for those that uh, for those that aren't familiar with his work if you had to kind of sum up uh, what his style yeah, was the style is, is direct it's direct hypnosis so it's it's uh, always using instant inductions um, some deepeners the change work, uh, it's, it's really direct, just telling the subconscious mind what to change, um, ask uh, acceptance of the subconscious mind, and that's it. It's, it's most of the time, it's like a 15-minute uh, session. So for me, it was like, oh, that's maybe something I can do as well. So I start, uh, the, the, the same thing, I, I saw the DVDs, I get it in my mind, and I, I start doing it, uh, and I had great results with, with, with clients. And the good thing is that, that I could make my own website. I had my company, so it was just changing a little bit about the goals of the company, and I could do it legally, so no problem. 
So I started doing this and my, my goal was to have like two or three sessions a week just to, to stay in touch with hypnosis and do my other job and, and hypnotize two, two or three people a week just to become a better hypnotist and, and get people a good uh, change. So, uh, but after like three months, uh, I had this schedule that was full-time hypnotherapy because I had great results, especially smoking, weight loss, those things, in, especially in the beginning, those things. Um, and I used the Google AdWords to, to, to uh, promote. I, I know the, the, the good working of Google AdWords from my other company, so I, I started using it for, for hypnotherapy as well. I was the first to start using it in Belgium. Now everybody is doing it, of course. So right, I yeah. Great, great, uh, <laughs> no, I'm laughing because there's a moment where I was kind of in a similar boat here in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area. And here's a moment where, oh, let me call it out. Someone's going, oh, I see that you're running those ads. Uh, yeah, we don't have to do that for our business. We're referral based. And within a week, it's like, oh, your ads are under mine now, <laughs> which it's it's the metaphor that if it's well, not really a metaphor, if it's working, use it. Um, and here's a, here's one segment of my business that I hadn't run in a couple of years and I'm going, yeah, but I want to work with this one thing more. So to use the catchphrase of an info marketer that I know, yeah, let me just go to the store and buy those clients now rather than, rather than hope they find me. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of my students, they, they, sometimes they ask you, yeah, what, what, what do we have to do to get business? Yeah. You have to invest a little bit in marketing. Of course you can't. Just open a website and then wait at your telephone or at your desk to get an email. And and the moment you start doing it and you have great results, then then the, um, the, the people start doing referrals. And that that's what it, you you can't you can't you can't have the best marketing team that, that does great jobs for you. But when you don't have results, it's not going to pay off. You you need results. So uh, yeah, any, anybody can sell something once. I think it's a, which I share a quick through line here that, uh, you know, I was one of these people and I'm not putting down one specific person because I'm really putting down myself with this reference that there's many people who would boast that, oh, I've done this much business without paying for advertising. And I did that my first couple of years by going out and doing a lot of networking, a lot of giving live talks, which that's great and that's good. And that takes a lot of time too. Yeah. So it becomes this, if it's in the budget, this two-sided strategy of, you know, let me go out and do that presentations, drum up the business by people seeing me. But again, I love that phrase of sometimes it's just as easy to go to the store and yeah, buy the thing. Uh, for me also, because um, you, you spend a lot of time with all those talks and it, 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 especially in the beginning, it's very good to, to get out and, and talk about your business. But th there comes a time that you don't have the time anymore to do that because, yeah, you have to see the clients. For me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm running a business now with, with uh, six therapists. Yeah. Uh, I have three locations in Belgium. Uh, I, I have trainings all weekend. Every weekend we have a training here. So I have to manage the thing. So when I, when I have to go out for talks, I don't have the time for that anymore. So, so sometimes, yeah, I just uh, spend a lot of money on marketing and and but it's paying off so that, that that's good so that's that's the point where we are, are now like like 10 years later uh, uh, from beginning at my home uh, the, in the beginning it was real terrible because people had to come to my office mm -hmm. but the front of my office where, where the where the, the the entertainment company was also my secretary was working there but sometimes one of my uh, I had like 40 artists working for me on on a on a, What's, what's the name? Freelance basis. 
Um, so sometimes they, they just arrived and they put all their, their clown equipment there and their, the big tubes and everything. <laughs> and then the client was waiting for a stop smoking session. So it was it was terrible in the beginning, but I had the results. So so people keep coming. So after a while, she, she I, I remember a day that she came to me. She says, Rob, uh, for this Wednesday, uh, uh, some I, saw, I have somebody on the phone and he only is available on that Wednesday. I say, yeah, give him a session. Yeah, but you already have six sessions that day. I say, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's going on? So, so, and then um, I decided to invite uh, Jeffrey Stevens uh, here in Belgium to do a training because I love to organize things. Uh, I, I, I'm an organizer for, for many years, events. Uh, I, I have this nightclub uh, with, with a friend. Uh, so all those things. So um, I hosted Jeffrey Stevens uh, for his first training here in Belgium. Uh, we had a lot of people coming over from from all Europe and uh, so even some people from the United States. It was uh, quite crazy. Um, so yeah, it was good. It was good training. Um, and then uh, I saw I had a lot of uh, talking with Jeffrey. He came a second time, and then he uh, he trained me to become his uh, his trainer here in, uh, in Europe. Uh, and yeah, so that's is how it started. I started doing basic trainings, the Jeffrey Stevens protocol, some other trainings. Uh, and at this moment, I am uh, so I'm the trainer for Jeffrey Stevens, who uh, sadly passed away uh, a few years ago. So now uh, the family asked me to to become trainer for the entire world. So I'm I'm traveling around now doing uh, trainings with the Jeffrey Stevens protocol. Um, because I, I really want this legacy not to, not to go uh, away because it's a very good system. Uh, the moment you know it, you have a structure in your mind for every session. Uh, so it's, that's, that's why I, I start traveling around now. So and here in Belgium, I, I'm also um, an official uh, trainer for uh, Sheila Granger. I do a swan training here in Belgium for Bob Burns and I have my own trainings. Uh, and I'm, uh, one of the things that I, I really like to do is um, host people from from all over the world because I don't want to be that guy that's teaching every kind of hypnosis I, I want to teach the things that I really use in the therapy room uh, I don't want the train to be the trainer that's teaching all kinds of stuff that the the ones read about or, or he know that exists and they start teaching it for me I, I teach my my uh, out of the blue hypnosis training it's it's uh, impromptu hypnosis street hypnosis uh, those things uh, I teach the basic training, the Jeffrey Stevens trainings, uh, both the basic and the advanced, virtual Jurassic band and the swan. And, and that's it for me because that, those are the things that I'm, I'm actually using in the therapy room or, or when I do entertainment. So I like to, to invite people. This weekend I had uh, Jürgen Rasmussen here. Uh, mm -hmm. We had already, uh, we had Justin Trance for the third time uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, Ina Simpson was here uh, two weeks ago. Uh, Sean Michael Andrews uh, will come back in um, in April next year. He already been here for three times. Uh, the Jackwins uh, are coming back in September. Um, I asked this guy from uh, Virginia, Jason Lynette, to send me some dates. <laughs> to, uh, but I'm still waiting for. That. We'll chat on that. It's waiting for the uh, school year for next uh, school year with kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Burns is coming again. Uh, so, so we have all those uh, those international guests here to do some trainings. And this this uh, weekend, uh, it was the first weekend that we had more people from abroad flying in to do the training here with with Jurgen Rasmussen than we had Belgian people. So we had we had eleven uh, eleven uh, students, and only three of them were from Belgium. 
and all the rest were from uh, one guy from Switzerland, two from Spain, uh, two from France, one from Romania. She's actually living in Belgium. She's one of my students as well. There's something I want to highlight inside of that, which um, and it may be also part of uh, my story too here. That you know the the catchphrase of uh, it's an actor comedian over here by the name of Kevin Pollack. He's been in you know hundreds of movies at this point, probably one of those people that you go, oh, it's that guy. And there's a line of his, and he is someone that really listening to his podcast as part of what launched mine years ago. And the line was, if you're not creating, you're waiting. So to highlight the fact that there you are in an area that, you know, about 10 minutes ago, you go, yeah, there's not so much of a community here. There's not a lot of people. And so what did you do? You created it. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's, that's what you need to do when, when, you're, when you're waiting. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. You have to, to create, you have to find the, the people. So, so that's what, what, what I did um, here in Belgium. There was no, there was nothing on hypnosis. There were no trainings. Uh, there, there was, there was and there's still one training, but it's very scientific training. You have to do three years training or something. But so, um, so now I'm, I'm, I'm start doing these trainings, um, very straight on trainings, uh, with and hands-on trainings and everybody's loving those trainings um, and and uh, people people uh, told me in the beginning yeah but you're going to to train your competition because Belgium is not not that big country we only have like uh, 11 million um, people living in Belgium and four of them are speaking French so so the market is quite small here but but uh, for me I had another view of it because now I'm teaching people to do the same style of hypnosis that I'm using, and other people, uh, they, they start doing it in their villages, in their towns, uh, in their neighborhoods, with their friends, but more and more people get in touch with hypnosis, and more and more people start considering hypnosis to become the, the, the solution for their problems. So uh, I started on my own, I started doing the trainings, and I selected the, the ter all the therapists that were working for me, I trained them myself, and I selected them uh, during the trainings. I said, oh, maybe th this is somebody who can work for me. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he's gonna doing he's gonna do the same approach. They can they can fill it in their own. They can be their 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 selves, but they they have to use the approaches that 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 I teach them. So that's really important. Yeah, let's talk about that approach for a moment. That you know, here's. I share here's a story that came out of a class I was training recently that I, I'd say I had uh, nine people in the room on board with this idea and one person who really was contesting it that change can occur very rapidly. And here was the person going, yeah, but they've paid for a session. They expect to be this length. Um, yeah, and you're shaking no, your head. No, there. No, no, <laughs> so no. what, what are your thoughts I, on I, that I, fast I, approach? Because there's sometimes... Um, I, I was um, having this conversation with, with Jürgen uh, yesterday evening or uh, in, in a pub about the length of the session. For me, uh, when I do a session in Dutch, um, I'm, I'm a quite fast speaker. So I can do, sometimes I do a session in eight minutes. Of course, people are, are a little bit longer in my therapy room because I don't do pre-talk anymore. Uh, my pre-talk, they get a pre-talk on video. I don't like doing pre-talks in, in the therapy room because after doing 20 or 30 sessions a week, you start uh, listening to yourself and, and you hear yourself saying again and again and again the same thing, so I get tired of that. And, and I tend to, to um, my experience is that when people are in a therapy room, most of the time they're, they, they're a little bit, they are a little bit nervous because 
uh, most of the, those people are, are for the first time they are seeing a hypnotist and they have all these these crazy ideas in their mind. So they're they're quite nervous. So and then you do the pre-talk, but actually they don't hear what you're saying. So I, I sent them uh, my automatic uh, appointment system sends them an, an, an a confirmation email with a link with a video uh, professionally made uh, where I, I, I explain what they can ex uh, expect from the session, what we expect from them, and and those things. Um, so they have time to, to look at it at their own uh, time in their own uh, uh, environment. So they they are they are calm. Let me ask you a question on that. Are, are you doing anything, because this is a question I get for that same thing, because I've, as much as I've got a two or three minute pre-talk that I do, uh, I've been putting in a video pre-talk into my process in recent years that, now in mind, they come into the office and they watch the quick 10 minute video there. Uh, it's brief enough that I can set that up and they just go with it. Are, I love the aspect of sending it to them at home, though the question is the compliance factor, or if it's, let me call it out, someone like me, who's going to end up watching the video while I'm doing everything else or listening to yeah, it somewhere yeah. else. Are you are you doing anything just uh, for the compliance yeah, checkpoint I, on that? I ask them always if they saw the video, and then, then I, I, I repeat a little bit so you know that you're not going to be asleep. And when I see like surprise on their face, I know that, that they don't actually saw it or they don't get it. So so then uh, when, when they say, no, I didn't, I oh, no, I didn't saw the link in the... Uh, in the um, in the email, then I, I just take my laptop and I show them the video again. It's it's five minutes or something like that. So um, so and sometimes I do some some a little check. Uh, but but yeah, sometimes it's good to, to hide. Maybe sometimes hide something in the uh, in the video. So um, <laughs> I, had it, I had it yesterday with um, with Fiverr. Uh, you know Fiverr where, where you do the outsourcing thing, and I, I posted a request, and it wasn't it, I. I I read in a book about writing books that when you outsource things on, on things like Fiverr, you have to, uh, in your request, ask a question because otherwise you all get those uh, automatic generated uh, replies from, from all the, the suppliers on Fiverr. Yeah, I follow the same advice of uh, put this word in your headline and that, yeah, that's the, that, that tells you who, for our work week, yeah. I'm guessing. The, the book Four Hour Work Week, that's where I picked up oh, no, that tip. This is uh, from on how, to, how to Write a Book. Some this book uh, Sheila oh, okay, Granger yeah. gave me when I was uh, uh, doing my training in Hull. So, um, but, but this guy said, yeah, ask a question or put some, the, uh, give them an instruction to put something on the headline. And now I, I ask them to go to a, uh, a URL to see my old logos and to create new ones. But I forget to, to copy paste the URL in the request. There was only one guy who, who sent me a message. Hey, sir, <laughs> I uh, really want to get this gig, but I have a problem. The URL is not in there. And all the others, they write, hey, sir, I, I read all your instructions, blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm, I'm right, the right, right guy for the job. I, I don't think so. <laughs> You're even not able to, to read instructions. So, so but, but yeah, maybe it's a good idea to put something in the pre-talk that, that you really know that they, that they uh, had, had a look at it. So, uh, yeah. I remember, I remember she like Granger told me about this story uh, about uh, a lady that came to her place uh, for the virtual guest bank and she had no results and all those things and she, she needed, a, and, and Sheila said, I'm going to make a new recording for you. Uh, but she, she um, suspected the, the lady of not doing the instruction and not listening to the recordings. So she gave her a blank CD and after uh, a week she got in touch with her and she says, yeah, did you listen to this? So that was a great test to see if... Uh, 
somebody is compliant or not. So, uh. so moving back to the, the fast strategies, the, the pre-talk is now satisfied, whether it's in person, whether it's been the video. How would you kind of describe that process from there? So the thing that I do now, um, because when, especially when it's, it's an, uh, a smoker or something, um, I don't need that much information on them. I know they want to quit smoking, and I know... Um, and the only thing I want to know is why. What, what are the, uh, the goals that you want to reach? Uh, what are the, the benefits that you want to gain about being a non-smoker? So when I do a, a session with those guys, they are, they are out of the office 35 minutes later. Yeah? Um, so now I, I, I do this thing that I, I, I put them on, on this relaxation uh, bed. It's, it's um, ambulation therapy. And I have this casino mind machine. So I just lay them on the bed for like 15 minutes. And the explanation I do is, is quite simple. I say, yeah, you have to drive here. Uh, most of the people are, uh, it's new for you. So uh, um, there was some traffic. You have to, so, so a lot of people have difficulties to find the, the, the directions here. Um, and, and I say, uh, I, I'm going to give you like 15 minutes uh, to relax a bit, uh, to have an experience with, with those uh, glasses. Um, the only thing I have to check is if they're not epileptic, of course, because you can't use it. Uh, but then I just uh, give them the sounds to listen to. And they, they listen to my voice already. on the, So so when they come out of that room after 50 minutes, they're already like in a trance. And then I install the swan. I always install the swan uh, because I really love uh, the swan as a, uh, a first convincer that there's something going to happen. And also for the swan, um, the moment you start using it a lot, you get better in it. I, I get movements like with everybody in, in seconds because I do it a lot. And that's what I tell my students as well. Do it, do it, do it. As Bob is telling on this DVD, see the people, see the people, see the people. You have to, you have to use those techniques to get good in it. And I install the swan and then I do my, my session and I, I use the swan to get the confirmation now. So I, I adapted the, the Jeffrey Stevens protocol a little bit for myself. Um, so, and, and sometimes I do a session just using the swan, just talking with the subconscious mind and get confirmation and then, and, and discuss things with the subconscious mind. And, um, yeah, that's it. So, but, but the, the only reason that I put in the, 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 the 15 minutes with the mattress is for perception, because a lot of time people have a problem and they have it like 15 years and then they come here and 35 minutes later, they are back on the parking lot and they are thinking, Hmm. What happened? <laughs> I, I, paid, I paid 125 euros or 150, it depends on the type of session. And they say, well, I have it for 15 years and now on, on 30 minutes it should be. And so they start and now I give them something extra and, and they just to give the, the, the perception and to, to give them. And for me, it's great because they are 15 minutes on the, on the, on the thing. I can reply to some emails uh, and I, I do the session and, and, and they, yeah, they love having something extra and people love extras. So. Right. I mean, is there something that, and it's where I, I share, you know, I'm playing with some sound in sessions in recent years of going, what if I put the headphones on? What if I try it in this model? What if I bring in a second voice track at one point? And yes, we can be just as effective. And this is coming from the guy who's made fun of those people for years going, what do you do when the power goes out? Uh, but it's where there's aspects of the work that, uh, although I do flash back to I had a business card printed years ago that the printer, without my request, goes, oh, we just got this new technology in the shop and I used it on your cards. That if you see my 
Virginia Hypnosis business card. Just my name is in glossy, okay. uh, which is kind of cool. But I still looked at it and went, but it says hypnotist. Isn't that enough? <laughs> <laughs> As in, there's the one unique yeah. feature. So, yes, the hypnosis itself, though, it, I'd say it, it kind of falls into the same category, whether you're you know, using sound, whether you're having them do that. Uh, sound and light machine. It, it's, in my opinion, nowadays, satisfying the same strategy as making their arm stiff and rigid, doing an instant induction. Here is something that we get a lot of leeway by the phrase that we do things differently here. No. You know, and here's something hypnotic in nature. Are you doing anything to pre-frame that rapid process um, to uh, to inoculate around the, yeah, but it was only this long? No, I, I, I included in the, in the in the pre-talk video, I included mm -hmm. already the sentence about that the session is, is quite um, short because we're using the, the most modern techniques and we don't need uh, long sessions because of the, it's the most modern way of hypnotizing. So I, I, I pre-frame it there. So they, they, they know that, that you don't have to have a long session to get results. For me, the result is the most important thing. What I tell my students all the time, uh, when, when I see there's the, the, a lot of my students are, are psychologists or, or they are therapists in, in, in any way of, of what they are doing. Uh, so sometimes they don't get it. They say, yeah, but uh, we talk a lot with the clients and say, yeah, uh, stop doing it because it's, it's not good for the, this type <laughs> of session. Um, and, and I, well, why would you say that? Why would you say it's not good for that type I of session? Want, um, for this type of session, it's not good that people start telling stories uh, about, uh, mm -hmm. I had my problem for this, this many years and I'm quite sure it started when this and this happened because at that moment, the client is hypnotizing the hypnotist. And I don't want that. So I, I don't. The, do you do you know the um, the? It's a video. It's a quite old uh, comic video uh, called Stop It. Yep. Yeah. So uh, the, the the one of the, I show this video always the the second day of the Jeffrey Stevens protocol training because a lot of the things that we are doing is just telling the subconscious mind to stop doing things and do something else instead. So, but but there's a, a phrase that's more important in that in that video that I. I try to explain to my students, um, the phrase is, uh, we don't go there. So the therapist in the yeah. video, the, 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 the lady is telling, yeah, but I had this, uh, this eating disorder because my, my mother used to call me, blah, blah, blah. And he said, no, no, stop, we don't go there. <laughs> but my horoscope said. <laughs> yeah, my horoscope, we definitely don't go there. So, yeah, that, that, yeah. so that, that's what I, I, I try to explain to my students. Uh, don't, don't let people take over the session and, and start, because... They already did it. They, they had, uh, most of the time before they see a hypnotherapist, they, they had other kinds of therapy. They, they, they told their story many times, so they think they have to do it again. So uh, mm -hmm. sometimes I have those people and they come in and they have like, they wrote it down what the problem is. I, I don't take a look at it. I just say, oh, thank you. And I just put it aside and I ask a few questions and I start doing the session because I don't want them to give me all those the subconscious mind knows what, 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 what caused the problem. I don't go and find the, the root case of the problem. That, that's not my approach. So Yeah, I'd share there's the mindset that, you know, neurons that fire together, wire together. More, we're, more, we're running that pattern the more we're digging it in deeper. And, you know, I phrase it that, you know, there's a way that I do my intake of here's your benefits, here's your goals, here's what your outcomes would like to be a month from now, a year from now, five years from now. And they're all specifically outcome-based. And meanwhile, um, this won't be able to be tracked based on when this is going to release. Here's a client I've got coming later today. And, you know, in addition to sending me those bullet point ideas, 
I got this three-page uh, typed document yeah. Yeah. in my email. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the best way I can start that session is, yes, I've read it. Yes, I've gone through it. it is great. I had some time to review that. Let's jump in and get this thing settled. Mm -hmm. That, uh, you know, I, I've never used this phrase out loud, of course, to a client, but the mindset could be, we could sit here and further convince each other that this is impossible. Or we can get this thing in motion. The catchphrase I like is there only could be two experts in the room and they are already the expert on their issue. And you are the expert on the techniques that you're going to share with them that help them to go there. Uh, I was curious to ask about in these fast strategies, uh, let's let's call it out as in, uh, interactive-ness uh, inside of the work. Is it like in a direct suggestion format? Although you mentioned you're incorporating the swan and yeah. getting that... That feedback yeah, mechanism. I, I changed it a little bit. Uh, when you when I do the training, the the, the, the Jeffrey Stevens protocol is quite direct. It's, it's no interaction. Uh, the only interaction is at the um, at the end of the change work. You ask the subconscious mind for uh, to you, you you just tell and not your head if this is if you're accept and understand this, and you do it also after the magic mirror. But I I. Uh, as, uh, whenever I have a client and who has a good swan and I, I installed some yes and no's, uh, then then I start using this to, to get the confirmation because for me it's it's especially also for the clients. Uh, I don't I, I'm quite sure you don't need it, but for the clients it's it's more like uh, when I ask somebody um, to, when I install uh, the non-smoking thing in somebody and and. Afterwards, I, I recall the swan and I ask a subconscious mind, uh, do you want to, to, to take this job to, to um, make this guy a, a non-smoker for the rest of his life? And then you get a, a straight yes. Then it's also a convincer for the client to seal this contract, just turn the hand uh, uh, again to the body and give him time to, to say goodbyes to the, the old, uh, what's his name, uh, the non-smoker, uh, the, the smoker and to welcome the non-smoker and give him a good feeling. So it's more like a, a convincer for the conscious mind that that hey this something happened. Mm -hmm. So that that's that's for that's why I uh, I use the swan when I, I really want to do an interactive um, session where I start talking with the subconscious mind. I start using the swan from scratch. So I, I just I even do the I never leave the table. I, I always uh, have my, my my talk with the client sitting on my desk. And sometimes I, I never leave the table because I install the swan at the desk. It's easier. Um, and sometimes I, I never go to the, 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 the chair where I'm working, so I just stay at the desk and I, I ask this one, can you put them in a deep trance or a deep hypnosis? Yeah, okay, just do it. And we start talking and, and that's now sometimes that's the approach. So, uh, uh. Yeah, what I love about that is clearly, you know, here's all these different schools of thought. Here's these different training perspectives. And it's where the goal of any training is not to turn the student into the chameleon, into the clone of that instructor, it's where you've taken a little bit from here, a little bit from there, and making it your own the entire way through. That's that's what I, I, I always have to explain to my students as well, because sometimes for those, especially for the ones who are not starting the business uh, uh, immediately, and this is sometimes a problem in Belgium. Belgians, they are not, not that, yeah, they, they, they have to... I'm, I'm, I'm totally different. Um, I, the moment I have something in my mind, I start doing it. You know? Uh, but a lot of those Belgians, they are they are holding back. They are yeah, but maybe we. we yeah, I think that other training that will do the trick. And then I start my business. So and then they always, um, they, they they always find other reasons not to start. So and especially for those people, it starts getting a little bit confusing because they they, they do my seven day training. 
and they, they hear me talking about direct hypnosis most of the time. And then they do a training with somebody else. And he tells other things. But that's normal. Sometimes he, he contradicts the things that I'm saying, but that, that's, that's, no, that's good. But all of a sudden they, they, they start getting confused. And I said, no, the only thing that you have to do is pick the thing that you like about this training, put it in your toolbox, and start using it on your own way. Create your own approach. My therapists here, they do it. They, I have seven ther- uh, six therapists working for me now. They, they all using the same techniques. Different styles. But they all have their own approach. But the good thing is, uh, they have to use the, the techniques that, that we are using here. Because sometimes we have to swap. Sometimes there is, there is no connection between a, a client and a therapist. And then we, we just swap them. But I, I know whenever uh, a client has been by one of my, my other therapists, I just take a look on the intake form. I know what they did. So I can work on it. When they start using totally different approaches that I don't know about, then we can't we can't do the the, the, the giving a, a client to another therapist thing. So and that's really important because I, I really want to. That's the reason why I, I always um, I wanted to see that I've I've uh, an equal uh, uh, female and male therapist because some people they just want to go to a female therapist, some they want to go to a male therapist. So uh, in in all the locations I want the, the, that they have the choice. So the only place that I don't have it right now is in Ghent. There I only have a male uh, therapist, but in Antwerp and here in, in the, the headquarters uh, I have a Harshkot, It's a small town. Um, I have uh, I have uh, four therapists working, so uh, males and females. So that's that's the good thing. Yeah, just to rewind back to that story. So there, you were you know getting started. What what became that moment for you where you realized you had to bring on more people? Oh, um, it was. We, I moved from my home to, to a building here where I can do trainings uh, uh, and all those things. So And then I, my, my, my schedule starts filling up, and I don't want waiting lists. I'm, I'm, I'm totally against right. waiting lists. I know some of those therapists, they really want uh, they, to, to be able to say, ah, you have to wait two months to get an appointment for me, but I hate it. Because when, mm-hmm. when a non-smoker is ready to become, when a smoker is ready to become a non-smoker, it's now, at the present. And then you say, okay, uh, I'm the right guy to make you a non-smoker, but you have to wait three months. Three months yeah. later, the, the, the guy, his mindset is maybe totally different. He, he, he might have uh, had a relationship problem. There might uh, something wrong with, the, with one of his children. He has a professional issue. And his mindset is not on becoming a non-smoker anymore. So I don't want people to have to wait more than two weeks. So the moment I see that our schedule is getting busier and busier and, and the, the waiting list starts growing, then I, I, I decided to find new therapists. So the moment when I was working on my own, and then it was uh, like a few weeks after I did uh, Sheila's training, uh, the virtual gastric band, and um, the virtual gastric band made our, our business more, uh, our schedule getting more and more fully because we used to do one session therapy and then it starts. Right, yeah. We start selling a program for three or four or five or six sessions. So yeah, your your, your schedule is getting full. And then uh, my assistant in my hypnosis show, uh, she was working in my other business as well as a performer. So uh, I, I, she 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 decided to quit school. Um, and I just out of the blue, I told her I have a seven day training next week. Uh, you're gonna sit in, and uh, one week later you start here as a therapist because I'm I'm quite sure you're good at it. 
And she says, uh, yeah, maybe that's not a bad idea. <laughs> so, so, so we started doing the training. And the Sunday when the training was finished, our, her schedule was already quite full for the, for the next three weeks. Because I know she, she has this, this, this background in psychology. She, she did two years or something in psychology, but she never ended it. Uh, but she had the, the she was interested in all those things. She's a good she was a good performer. Uh, so after after the seven day training, she was ready for it. So she started doing it, and she had great results. And now she's she's doing the most sessions here in um, in in the therapy center. So and then yeah, after a while, uh, her schedule was getting more and more uh, fully booked, uh, and we got a, again a waiting list. So I asked her. Uh, Take a look in in the training, and if you see somebody who's, uh, and then we start hiring other people, and now um, we also have now we have a, a real doctor now in our team uh, because one of the it's an uh, anesthetist. Uh, she she did training with mm -hmm. me, and she wants to do uh, sessions here about, about pain. So the only the only topic that she wants to work with is pain. So uh, she she will start in uh, in in one or two weeks. She will start. So uh, yeah, yeah, I love it, especially the the arc of just the curiosity to getting into it to the uh, appropriate bursting at the seams yeah. <laughs> inside of all of it. Let let me ask you this to kind of tie it all together. Someone is coming into your space and they're your client. How would you kind of approach that uh, the mindset that let's call it the the user experience. What is it that they're going to go through the process that we've talked about, the, the pre-talk, and perhaps there's the swan, perhaps some of those, these more direct techniques. If you had to put some sort of you know theme on top of all of it, what's that, what's that sort of mindset that's really addressing all of it? How is it that you're you know, addressing the concepts of why this client can change that quickly? Uh, for me, it's all about uh, the mindset of the hypnotist. When, when I had one hypnotist, uh, he, he moved to London now, and I had sometimes I had a talk with him because I saw him going to the waiting room, and I, I videotaped it, and I, I, I saw him uh, showing the video, and I said, you see how you're walking to that client? You don't walk with confidence. So... Mm -hmm. I really want my therapist to go to the waiting room with the confidence and, and, and sit there with the confidence that they're going to help the client. Don't give guarantee, of course. Don't say, I'm sure I can. No, just just be sure that you're going to do your the best that you can to help the client. But but also um, give the give the look that you are going to do it. That don't, don't hesitate on anything. Be confident. Be congruent in everything. And, and that's, that's for me, it's really important when... when um, I, I told it yesterday when, uh, in the pub with, uh, with Jürgen, uh, when I do a training, uh, I know a lot of, of trainers, they, they are looking for the somnambulist to do a demonstration with. For me, it's quite easy. I, I, when I do a training, a seven-day training, the first day on a Monday, I ask everybody, is, everybody is new. Uh, they, they, most of them, they don't have any experience with hypnosis. I ask to, do, uh, to, to, to introduce themselves. And one thing I ask always is, have you ever been hypnotized? And the moment I get this, and most of the time I get one guy or one girl telling the story that, yeah, I went to this hypnotist, but he said I was not hypnotizable. That's the mm -hmm. first that's the first person I, I, I hypnotize. Always, I take a risk. I take a risk all the time. But I never fail. Although they've accepted that suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, the thing is, uh, I never failed. I never failed hypnotizing somebody in front of a training uh, in front of students, and they always know. Oh, he, uh, some hypnotist told him he, he never could hypnotize. 
uh, get hypnotized. Or, or when I don't have somebody in the room, I always ask for somebody who was never hypnotized before. And I do a quick induction. Uh, most of the times I start with an eight-word induction. And the moment they see this, this person drop into hypnosis, they are at my lips for seven days because they know I took a chance. I, I don't go for the easy guy. Uh, and then, and so that's what, what I, that's, that's the, the confidence that I want to, to have my, ter- that also when, 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 when in a therapy room, be confident and, and then people, they, they go with the flow and then they, they have this thing that, okay, maybe this could be the thing that's going to change me. Of course, especially in a country like Belgium, people are really skeptic. People are, are really mm-hmm. uh, grounded and, 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 and they, they, yeah, they, they start thinking. So one of the things that I always tell my clients, um, and uh, don't, don't start analyzing this, don't talk with all the relatives about this session, just let, it, let your subconscious mind yeah. do the job. And one of the other things I learned my students, uh, the, I don't want people to sit in my therapy room more than two or three minutes after the exduction because a lot of sessions are ruined after the exduction. They start talking about yes. the problem. Actually, the problem should not be there anymore. They used yeah? to be there. So don't talk about So talk about the weather, talk about the kids or about, well, about the world championship soccer that's coming on, but don't talk about the session. So... So most of the time I, I get them in, in like five minutes, they are on the parking lot and let them, yeah, uh, don't talk about, about the problem anymore. Outstanding. Well, Rob, this has been awesome having you on here. Where can, uh, where can people f- find out more about you online? I have uh, this uh, website. Um, it's uh, robdegrove.com. Uh, I, I pro- probably should uh, put a link or something there because nobody knows how to write my name. <laughs> It's, it's well, we'll link to it over in the show notes over at worksmarthypnosis.com when we put that up. And then uh, what about uh, some of your trainings, some of these uh, upcoming events, or even that Jeffrey Stevens protocol? Is that available online somewhere? Uh, it's available online. Uh, I have uh, this, this, the old videos from Jeffrey himself. I also have videos that I, uh, I videotaped when he did the trainings here. Uh, I'm creating an, uh, an online training myself, but the first one will be in Dutch and then it will be in English. But um, I, I start traveling around, so I go to the uh, first stop is uh, Hypnotots, uh, Las Vegas. I think you're going to be there as well. So we're going to meet in person. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do there uh, one talk about uh, mentalism for hypnotherapists. Uh, I'm writing a book at this moment. Uh, I'm writing a book that's going to be launched at uh, Hypnotots. Uh, and I, I'm going to do a second talk, a two-hour talk about how to start and how to open a successful hypnosis center. So I'm going to explain how I did it here and and, and what what are what, and how to work together with other therapists and all those type of things. Uh, then um, in August there will be a training uh, in uh, UK at uh, Carl Smith's place, uh, Jeffrey Stevens uh, protocol training. Um, uh, what's on the agenda for yeah, most of the things are in 2019. I go to uh, Hypnobis, New York. I do there the, a pre-conference uh, training, the Jeffrey Stevens Protocol training. From there, I fly to uh, Shawn Michael Andrews' place to do uh, the Jeffrey Stevens training in, in Augusta. Uh, and I hope, I'm not sure yet about that, I still have to apply. Uh, to to fall to fly from there to Daytona Beach for the convention because it's it's all in, in three weeks so that will be because I have to cross the the Atlantic so 
I want this for three weeks, so, uh, so that's why I'm there. Uh, so and then uh, there's some some uh, there are some plans to do a, a training in Dubai uh, and some other. Uh, I go back to Sheila Granger's uh, place in September also to do my out of the blue training and. So whenever everybody is listening and wants to host me, they can contact me because uh, I'm uh, I'm ready to uh, to travel uh, the world to, to teach the Jeffrey Stevens protocol and other things. Outstanding. Well, awesome having you on here. Thanks for joining me this morning. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Jason Lynette here once again, and as always, thank you so much for interacting with this program, for leaving your reviews and feedback online, sharing it on your social media streams. Once again, head over to the show notes for this session to link over to Rob's website, as well as learn about the Jeffrey Stevens Protocol. And while you're online, check out hypnoticworkers.com. It's the all-access pass to my hypnosis training library, a rare library where there's multiple demonstrations of many of the techniques, plus every word has been transcribed, so you're able to model the language and make it your own as well. Check that out, hypnoticworkers.com. See you on the inside. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. 